You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Jason Mills, a lecturer at Queensland University of Technology School of Nursing, to discuss self-care among Australian palliative care professionals. Thank you for joining me, Jason. Thank you, Dallas. It's good to have the opportunity to speak with you. What does self-care include, and, and why is it so important, particularly when it comes to the work palliative care professionals do? Well, self-care includes a variety of strategies or behaviours that people choose to promote their own good health and general well-being. And um, the literature tells us that self-care is especially important for those working in areas like palliative care because it offers a means to prevent or address workforce issues such as occupational stress or burnout, which have the potential to impact on one's own health as well as the quality of care provided to patients. Why might some palliative care professionals forego engaging with self-care strategies? What constraints might there be? Well, for some people it may be a case of not appreciating the reality that unless you first take care of yourself, you're not likely to be in a good position to look after others in the long term. Health professionals are so focused on caring for others that sometimes thinking about your own health needs may not seem like a priority. And then again, other people might appreciate the importance of self-care, but they might find it difficult in practice because, let's say, for example, their workplace may not be entirely conducive to self-care practice. You conducted a study into self-care in palliative care nursing and medical professionals and looked into the the relevant perceptions, education and practices. What were some of the findings of of your study that were concerning to you uh, surrounding palliative care professionals' perspectives on self-care? Well, given the literature, I was a little surprised that some of the nurses and doctors who completed the survey viewed self-care as not very important. But this was a very small proportion, so only 1%, um, in fact. So most participants did consider self-care to be either important or very important in their practice. Of all participants, only 6% used a self-care plan, and and even if provided with training, just under a third of respondents said they wouldn't consider developing a self-care plan. Was this a surprising finding? What does such a plan involve and and where do you think this reluctance might stem from? Well, to some extent, yes, this was a little surprising. But then when you consider that over two-thirds of the participants had not received any education or training in self-care, then, you know, this is perhaps not too surprising. Um, So a self-care plan, essentially a self-care plan documents a deliberate deliberate process of identifying potential personal or professional stressors and then putting into place some effective strategies that can help promote good health and general well-being in the in the face of, of those stressors. And as I alluded to before, I suspect that um, potentially a lack of education and awareness may be involved here. So care plans are central to promoting health and well-being for our patients and that there's no reason why health professionals themselves can't be more proactive in in promoting their own health and well-being uh, through something like a self-care plan. Based on the study's findings, what suggestions would you make to palliative care professionals or the organisations that employ them surrounding self-care strategies? Well, 
especially in the context of palliative care and even um, residential aged care where, where a palliative approach is, is certainly practiced. Um, I think one of, the, one of the striking things to come out of this study is the, the apparent lack of education or training um, for this workforce. So I guess uh, for organisations, this might be something that they may wish to take up on in terms of promoting awareness and providing resources and training for uh, staff on how they can better um, engage in self-care practice and then potentially enhance uh, the quality of care for patients or residents. Uh, but then also on an individual level, um, clinicians, you know, people in the workforce need to actually um, be accountable and take responsibility for their own self-care as well. So there are organisational factors, but there's also, there are also personal factors which if, um, for example, if an organisation was to provide training and build awareness about the importance of self-care and different strategies that can be very effective, it's then also up to the individual to take up those opportunities to um, to build their knowledge, to equip themselves with those tools and then actually to put it into practice. So what are some self-care strategies that palliative care professionals can engage in? So in our study, participants identified on average four self-care strategies that they used in their practice. Physical self-care strategies were used most frequently, followed by social self-care and inner self-care strategies. This is consistent with a, um, a self-care framework developed um, in line with the, the World Health Organization's understanding and definition of health. Um, so examples of physical self-care strategies, these included uh, things like jogging, hydrotherapy, yoga. Social self-care strategies were things like having group debriefs in the workplace or clinical supervision with colleagues or outside of work, spending time with friends or family. And finally, examples of inner self-care strategies included meditation, mindfulness, and different forms of spiritual practice. Thank you for your time, Jason. Thank you, Dallas. It was good to speak with you.